Hello, hello. Welcome to Irrepressible. I am Erica Ashley, your host. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week so far. I'm thrilled because it actually felt like fall in Los Angeles this weekend, which is a rare thing. Last week it was 105, and so definitely enjoying this 70 degree weather. That's one thing about Los Angeles I'll never understand is how in the middle of fall, it feels like the middle of summer. On the show today, I have Jessie Yarborough. She is a celebrity makeup artist. She gave a really good inside look at the makeup industry. I didn't know a lot of the things that she talked about, and I was surprised by quite a few. Um, you'll learn a little bit about what's going on on social media in the makeup world. Um, and that really got me thinking about what's real and what's not real, especially on social media. I think we're all aware of that, but there's some things that you, you, in your head, I just, I never thought would be manipulated in the way that they are. And then you find out that they are. And, um, it just really makes you question. Well, I questioned at least, how much of what we're seeing is actually real and why do we have this idea that everything has to be completely perfect that we have to facetune and photoshop and color edit and just so many things and i really am curious as to where that started i don't have an answer for that i don't know how that became the standard but it seems to be these days. And I think it slowly is becoming more and more talked about that people really want to see the real. Um, there's something about being vulnerable with others that is so not the norm. I think a lot of people have this idea that uh, vulnerability is a weakness. I think it's actually a strength and it's something that actually took me a long time to learn. Um, I am somebody who I don't talk about my feelings really ever. I just have never been that person, but I think slowly I am becoming that person. I think there's a strength in sharing your truth and I think it also is really helpful to others when in the past I definitely felt I had this assumption that if I shared any sort of struggle that I was going through, people would feel sorry for me or it just, I never felt like there was a strength in that. But I have come to realize that when you do share your struggles, people relate to that more and they're like, oh my God, I am going through something similar. Let's talk about it. And then you open up this whole new dialogue about well, how can we fix this? And then you probably end up with more opinions and options of solutions. And I think that's so helpful. Whereas before I definitely dealt with a lot of things on my own and I wish that I would have um, had the courage to share struggles with people more often. And so after this conversation with Jesse, I've really been thinking about how is social media changing and can it change and can we change this narrative 
And it's a really interesting topic because I think there's one side of it that's like, hey, we can't be showing perfect all the time because it's just unattainable. But I, especially in something like the makeup industry, I can see how it is art and people want to have control of their art. And so where is the line and is there a line and should there be a line? I don't know. I don't have the answers, but it's just been something I've been thinking about. The good thing about social media is that you are in control of who you follow and what you're seeing and what content you are consuming. And so if you are triggered by somebody or don't like their approach to social media, you don't have to follow them. And I think that that's really empowering. And I think it's also a really great way to be like, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm going to opt out and be okay with that. We're all here to live our own lives. We are all on our own journeys. We're all on our own paths. Wherever you are, it's fine. But I think wherever you are in this moment, you really just have to own and be like, today, is this helping me or harming me? And if it's harming me, what are actionable steps I can take to move on from this, to not have it affect me, to not want to compare myself, to feel bad about myself, to have low self-image? And how can I flip that so that I do feel good about myself and um, what I'm sharing, you know? So just some food for thought. I don't have an answer, like I said, but it is an interesting conversation. So with all of that being said, here's Jesse. So how did you even get into makeup? Well, I always wanted to do it like my whole life. So I did cosmetology school. Well, I started in high school doing makeup. Like I lived in Florida and I was like, I want to be a makeup artist. So I started reaching out to makeup artists that were in Florida and I started assisting and I started kind of just like doing it. And then, yeah, like I moved, it was just like my plan. Like I was like, when I was little, I was like, I'm going to act and then I'm going to be a makeup artist on the side. And then I acted and I hated it. And I was like, and then I started doing makeup and I loved makeup and everything I thought acting was, is like what I felt with makeup. So then I just like got over the acting thing and I never did it again. And then wow, it just fully did makeup. Yeah. And then I moved here when I was 18 and I just started, but I like, because I had done it in Florida, I like kind of like had already been on sets. I did like student films and I had like done photo shoots in Florida and I knew people in Florida. So I came out here and I kind of had like hit the ground running because I sort of knew people, but I also did everything for free and I just did whatever I could for like two years. And then eventually it all kind of just like came together and worked out. So do you have an agent? No. For makeup, but that's a thing, right? Yes, it is. It's okay. It's like even harder to get than like an actor or a dancer or something though, because it's like this double whammy of like, you have to be a you have to have celebrity clients to get an agent, but you can't get such high celebrity clients unless you have an agent. Like, cause celebrities find makeup artists through agents. It's the same thing in acting. Like, oh, yeah. you can't get a job unless you have an agent, but you can't get an agent until you've booked a show. Right. 
so yeah, that's, it's, it's a very interesting thing. And I had for like a few years, I worked with this band and our stylist had an agent and he, there was makeup artist on that agent and he got the band as a client through his agency. So I reached out to the agency, like, Hey, like, I know you have them as a client. They're already my client, but then now you can just handle them and you can still get a percentage of what I'm getting paid, but you just go through it and then you can give me more people, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, unfortunately, like you don't have enough celebrity clients. And I was like, I literally have celebrity clients that you have. We have we're on the same level. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's like a whole thing. And then like, I've like, I really haven't figured out what the, the thing is. Like I have, I've assisted artists that are agency artists and they're like event. I don't know. It's like, I'm too far ahead to assist, but I'm too. And I have enough celebrity clients on my own that it's like fine, but also I can't get an agent. I've tried so many times. Do you feel like you need an agent or like you're good? I'm, I would, I mean, I want one because yeah. I have to work with people. Cause then when you're in an agency roster, it's like, you know, it's like, say like, I don't know, like some new, like one of my friends, I guess this is an example. Like one of my friends who had a, she was in like a Netflix movie and she had a premiere and she wanted me to do her makeup and her agents were like, well, we want a celebrity makeup artist through an agency. It just looks better if her agent wouldn't let her hire me because I wasn't a celebrity artist and she had to like beg for me. And then they were like, well, it just looks better if you have a celebrity artist. And I was like, how am I ever going to yeah. So I don't know. There's just like, there's so many double whammies with it. Like it's like, and then she like told her agent, she's like, well, she does have celebrity clients. Like she does know what she's doing. So she had to like beg for me to do it. And then they had like a celebrity hairstylist, but like they would have just, even though she was like a newer, like, you know, she was like, it was her first movie. Like they would have just reached out to agencies and gotten someone. So even like the very, very new people, it's like a celebrity status, like to have a celebrity artist. That's so weird because I feel like it should be more about who you, who you like, like Mm -hmm. you could work with somebody who's done every celebrity in the world, but if they don't do your makeup in a way that you like it, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. But it's all, it's like, it's, it's just like acting. It's just the, like, it's like a status thing. So you want like a celebrity artist to do your makeup. So it's just a weird, like, I don't know. I don't know how to, I've tried to navigate the world of it, but like, so I would love an agent. Cause then, yeah, it's like, so say like, I don't know, like Ashley Graham's on my mind. If like Ashley Graham's, all of her artists aren't available. She'll go to like an agency and get an artist. And then, then you would get hired by her and then you get like a new client. So it's just so weird that there's just this, like, so how do we, yeah, I haven't figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. I don't, I think everyone has that, like that problem in the industry that we're all like, there's like such a hard, weird place to like break through. And it's like, I've done it enough and I've created a, you know, like I work full time. I have a good enough clientele. Like I work with recognizable people. Like I never think I'm like, I always like, don't think I'm a celebrity artist and people like, oh, you work with celebrities. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) You know? It's just, but I'm like, but I know real celebrity artists. So then I like, don't, you know, it's all the comparison things. And is there like a network of like everybody? So do you know a lot of other 
makeup artists, I guess. Like, do you guys help each other out or is it the same thing? Like they're just with an agency and so. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's kind of both. Like I have a bunch of makeup artist friends and we like give each other jobs and help each other out. But there is a weird um, navigation that I've tried to figure out because it's like, if someone gives you a job, you can't like do too good of a job because then like you don't want to take their client, but you also want to like do good enough that the client likes you. But then there's like this weird thing. If you do too good and the client likes you more then you're in a weird situation with your friend, I think I just care too much about other people. So I like worry about all of these things like where most people would just like take the client. Yeah. Like, I don't want to take anyone's client, but I also, yeah. But I did when I first started, I was basically just working under artists and artists finally would trust me enough that they would give me jobs. And that's kind of how I made my own way was like other artists. It's a lot easier to work with other artists than it is to like reach out to producers and like celebrities. It's kind of like building with other artists, I would say. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But then, so like for somebody like me, I like, Mm -hmm. I literally do not know anything about makeup. Right. The first thing, if I showed you how I did my makeup, you would probably be horrified. (laughs) (laughs) If somebody doesn't know, like, where would you even start to figure out like how to do makeup? Oh God. Uh, like just as a regular person? Like me. Like where would I even start? God, it's such a, I have people ask me this all the time and I'm such a bad teacher. Like I don't understand makeup. I just do it. Like it just is natural for me. Like I've always been like that. So I'm, I think, cause everything I, when I ask people is all things and makeup person doesn't know like I'm like well what is like how what's your skin type but sometimes people think they're oily but they're actually dry so all of these things I naturally just know how to like navigate the average person doesn't so it's like to me the first thing is to know your skin type because if you know your skin type then you know what you should do for skin care because skin care is like the most important part And then once you know your skincare, then you know how you can prep your skin and then you can figure out what works for you best makeup wise. But it's like, if you have dry skin, you need like hydrating primers and hydrating foundations. Like I'm very about working with the skin that you have and like, instead of just doing what everyone else does, like, oh yeah, like if you just put all this makeup on and we'll completely cover your face and you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you have to like, know your skin to know how to do your makeup I feel like that was a whole rant but (laughs) no it makes sense so like yeah I guess the first step is to know what your skin is like okay do you know what your skin type is my skin type is dry I've had like my esthetician tell me that oh yeah 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 so I'm like oils hydrating primers and like serums are super important and then you can do like lightweight foundations because heavy foundations just show all of your dryness like you Mm -hmm. want lightweight bb creams more oil-based water-based foundations so that's the first step okay (laughs) and then it also depends on what you like like some people like a ton of makeup some people like no makeup i'm a very no makeup kind of person like same i just want like bb i literally put on bb cream and mascara that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't do foundation. 
ever. Foundation? No, I just, I hate the idea of like the thick liquid on my face. It just makes, I can't handle it. So I literally, I have the worst dark circles ever, like Mm. genetically. Got it. So I just like really cover the dark circles and then I'll do like bronzer, my brows and like mascara. I mean, I feel it. Looking at me, which Mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. Be like, um, definitely don't ever do a cat eye or like red, like red lip. Like, can you look at somebody and be like, oh, this style is not for you? Yeah. And it, yeah. Like, I don't think, I think lip colors everyone can do. You just have to be willing to rock it. Like, if you, are you scared of a red lip? Like a red lip looks good on everybody, but you have to be like willing to do it and bold enough to do it. And you just have to be confident in it Mm because that's the only way that kind of stuff works. But yeah, for sure. Eye shape is super important. And if you're going to do a certain eye shape, like if you want to do a wing, like anyone can do a wing, but like someone like you looking at you, like you would have to make your wing go up really far and really like tall like up here because you wouldn't see it when your eyes are open because my eyes are huge yeah so which is great (laughs) a lot of lid space but you would like want to make sure that you can see the wing rather than if you're just like because you can do a perfect wing with your eyes closed anyone can but like when you open is what matters so you have Mm. to know the angle based on the eye and like some people it looks really good straight but then some people that makes their eyes droop down so you want to like lift up people's eyes so I think you can do anything with makeup. You can do any look you want to do, but you just have to know how to do it with your face and your mm. eyes and your lip shape. And that's why like Instagram and YouTube is so like hard for people to grasp because it's like people with a bunch of Botox and lip fillers and doing one look on one face. And then people try to copy it. And I'm like, well, you don't have that face. You also mm. don't have if you don't have like Botox under your eyelids and filling in like your dark circles, like, yeah, concealer is not going to work for you. Like it works for someone who has a bunch of work done. No, nothing against getting work done, but it's just that I like, you know, it's an average person looking at someone and comparing themselves to that person. And I'm like, yeah, that's just not how makeup works. So I have a problem with YouTube. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> that makes sense. I've never, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know anything about makeup. I've, I think I've maybe watched one YouTube yeah. tutorial ever, but I never considered like, oh, my eye shape is not like hers or mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody even would think to do that because I definitely didn't. Yeah. But people don't. Like you figure out what your eye shape is and then you should find somebody who has like similar features to you to then if they're doing You're tutorials or YouTube. whatever. Yeah. I would say that's the best way to go. Or like I think to look if you're looking at someone's eye shape and just rec like a kind of recognizing that's not your eye shape like okay my eyes are smaller my eyes are more hooded my eyes are more slanted and like because you can learn a lot of technique like blending and the colors and the way to create an eye look but just learning how to do it based on like if your eyes are more drooped down like making your like when you're doing your eyeshadow making like your eyeshadow go up and more outwards rather than to the like straight out because then your eyes are just gonna look even droopier stuff like mm-hmm. that it's like and i i think there's probably some artist out there some makeup guru that is 
tells that as they're teaching it, but I haven't found that when I've watched. Cause I do watch cause sometimes I'll be doing a client's makeup and they're like, well, on YouTube, I learned this. And I'm like, well, you don't look like that person. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, or when someone wants to look like Kim Kardashian, I'm like, well, unfortunately you're not Kim Kardashian. That's interesting. Although I do think, cause I'm obsessed with her, um, lipsticks. Kim's. Kim's. Oh, I haven't even tried them. The KKW. Yeah. The, it's like the cream, mm-hmm. the cream, cream lip, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the only ones I've found that actually stay on my mouth. Like oh. everything else has know. always just like come off or it gives me that like weird line. Mm-hmm. Lip- which I don't know if that's something I am doing wrong. What? Nothing stays on my lips either. Really? If I was an actor, makeup artist would hate me because nothing stays on my face. That's, That's what I, I feel like. And I always just thought it was me doing something wrong, being like, well, of course this isn't working because I don't even know what I'm doing, but maybe yeah. it's just. It's, it's weird because I think that's, I think I look, but I also might just be, I think I look weird with a lot of makeup and I also know because it doesn't stay or it creases and I've tried everything and I have a good skincare routine. I think some skin is just like that, which makes makeup tricky, especially when you're trying new things, like a lot of times it isn't you and it isn't your ability. It's just the way your skin reacts. Like you could have dry patches like on your eye. So your eyeliner doesn't stay in certain places. And until you fully fix that with skincare, like that's just how it's going to be. And like, it can be frustrating as a makeup artist because I won't know a person and I'll do their makeup and it will happen. Like this girl yesterday, I was doing her makeup I tried three different eyeliners because I had to do like a super intense wing and it would go away. Like I would literally go check on her on set and the eyeliner would be gone. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I genuinely don't know. And she was just like, yeah, I don't know either. And I was like, so I just like every take went in and had to redo the stupid wing liner. So I just go away. That's crazy. Yeah. But that makes sense. But who knew? I literally always just thought I was doing something wrong. Yeah. Sometimes it really is just your skin. Like my lips, they bleed really bad. And I think it's because I just have pores around my lips. So I've learned if I like take a pore filler around my lip, then do a lip, like, like a primer on my lip, then a lip liner, and then a lipstick, it will probably stay. And there's like one brand of Milani lipstick that works that doesn't bleed, but it's I like, like I need to remember that. I, but it also could not work for you. Like you just yeah <laughs> never know. That's crazy. AKW is like I guess I'll look into that because if it works, it works. But it also might not work on me. Like that's true. I, you just don't know, and that's why I always tell people makeup is like so give and take. And I have some brands that I use on everyone and it works great on everyone Mm. but then there's like one person I put it on and I'm like oh my god this is like separating on your skin I don't know what to do you know like Mm -hmm. I've done like thousands of people's makeup and I've been doing it for eight years and there's still sometimes that I'm like and they're like yeah I've never been able to figure out I saw like Denise Richards was saying that she can't wear eyeshadow and if she does her eyes get red and she's been a like a celebrity for 20 something years and has had so many makeup artists and she's never found a make um, no makeup artist has ever found an eyeshadow that doesn't make her eyes red ever i relate to that because anytime anybody puts eyeshadow on me 
my, I think I'm allergic to it or it just falls in my eyes or something because they get like bloodshot. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I've been filmed on something or like on set, they're like, I don't understand your eyes were fine a minute ago. And I'm like, I know. And then when I go to my eye doctor, she's like, your eyes are really red. I'm like, yeah, I was on set yesterday. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, you should get these like drops. They literally whiten your, like get rid of it. Mm. And I'm like, but I feel like that's masking the fact that I'm probably having an allergic reaction right now. <laughs> like, we're just like, I don't know. Like, we're just ignoring the fact my eyes are like stinging and itching. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But then there's times where you like don't have control over it because it's the job and they like want your face to look one way or another. Or like as a model, I'm sure people are like, well, I would never wear my makeup like this ever, but like it's the job. Yeah. Well, a good person is like that. Um, But back to the Kim Kardashian really quick. What I was going to say is that I think on, it's hard because I think a lot of her stuff's on online. I know she has some of it at Ulta, but she does do a good job of making sure she tests on different like skin tones and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I think that's helpful in somebody being like, well, I don't know what shade of this to even try to get by based on like a number and like, oh, it's a medium blush. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Colors. I had a, one of my clients' moms asking me, she was texting me pictures of her skin and she was asking me what foundation she wanted. And she was asking me what color. And I was like, I mean, it's really hard for me to tell over a picture, but I guessed and she bought it and I don't know if it worked out for her, but I think it's hard. It's hard to tell anything online. Like that's a whole other thing. Like you just can't, even if you know your skin super well, like to be like, oh, this shade might look good on me. And maybe someone who looks kind of like you is wearing it in the photo, but also like, they also might not be. Like they, you could not have anyone that looks like you, you know, and the models and you're like, okay, well, I have no idea what would look good. <laughs> yeah. And then I always wonder too, I'm like, how Photoshopped is this? I mean, that's even as a makeup artist, I look at celebrity makeup artist and I look at their photos that they post and I'm like, oh my God, I could, that's amazing. Like that work is amazing. And then you learn they face tune everything. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. So yeah, your makeup works amazing, but like this person does have pores. Their eye makeup does smudge. Their eyeliner doesn't stay. Like they just take the picture right after they do the, after they do the makeup and they face tune it and put it up. And then that's what we see. But like after they walk the red carpet, that person sweated off their makeup and it's smeared and it's smudged. So that's the thing. Like the reality of makeup is like, I think that's why I'm so, I just like, I'm very open about like, it might not work. It might look bad. Like you have to try things. Your face just might not take it. Cause like that's every situation, but everyone just like lies and pretends that they don't have that problem. But like, right. But like, why, how did that become like the standard to nobody admit that like, yeah. I have skin cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we have pores, like we have <laughs> Are, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the standard started because, I mean, there's so many photos in the makeup artist community, I think, to, like, make us feel better about our work because you'll see, like, what the makeup artist posts and then there'll be, like, a red carpet photo that's unedited of, like, Kendall Jenner and you literally see her pores. You see that her bronzer looks a little, like, it's not blended properly. It has, like, a gray undertone. But if you see the makeup artist photo, you're like, wow, that's flawless. But, like, it's not. I think it's just Instagram and everyone trying to look better than they really are. With the YouTube, like YouTube wasn't really a thing when I was younger. And then they're comparing themselves 
to other people who are doing that. I mean, even I've seen like not even makeup wise, but like the fitness bloggers, people that will do like, they'll show where they look like super skinny and like snatched and perfect. And then they'll just show like their yoga pants, like not high rised and them after they ate and they're like bloated and look normal. And they're like, we all do it. Like we all, <laughs> like no one looks like they say they look. Like, then why do we keep doing this? And now it's like a trend to show the real part of you. But it's like, well, if we were just honest from the first place, that's one of your thing. Like, be I don't face tune. I don't do anything to my photos. And like, my friends get mad at me. They're like, you need to like, you need to like face tune. You need to edit. You need to like edit a certain way. And I'm like, well, not that I have like a ton of followers, but I'm like, I have like young girls who follow me and I'd rather set like a normal standard. Like, this is what people look like. Oh my God. I'm so glad that you don't do that. Thank you. Most like, people are like, Jesse, you're so bad at Instagram. I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> no, please, please don't listen to them because I think it's, people want the real, like give them the real. Yeah. It's just wild that like, that's a, the standard that like, I'm not doing it correctly because I think it's dumb that we're all face tuning and we're changing literally our faces. Like or wearing way too much makeup and doing like the right lighting and then face tuning. And I'm like, that's not even what people look like. No one looks like any of this. No one looks like Instagram. <laughs> like, no one. That, well, that's another thing of this industry. It's like ruthless. Like, like my friend, and that's, it, it's such a weird, like my friend was telling me she was getting her makeup done and the person was like, I can't cover your acne. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. And then she was so insecure because she was like, I have to go on camera. And this girl just told me she can't cover my acne. And I'm like, well, there's a weird double standard where like models and actors are treated like props and mm -hmm. people talk about them in front of them and they make them feel like they're nothing. But there also is a reality. Like if you have acne and you're on film, you can't cover texture. It's just what it is. No one's texture is covered. Like I said, if you look at real photos of someone on a carpet, their texture is there. If they're on film, their texture is blurred. It's all edited. So it's like nothing is real, but it is annoying that people feel like they can just tell someone that they don't look good because it's not even about you. He's looking at it in the piece of like the art, but then mm -hmm. he's speaking to you like you're a prop and you're mm -hmm. like, thanks so much for, I mean, I think you're, you get to a point, nothing ruins your self-confidence in this industry because you would be ruined really fast. <laughs> so you Absolutely. Like you're just like, all right. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, yeah. I think about that though, because I have friends who also, like I have horror stories and I have friends who have horror stories of things oh, that yeah. have, you know, been said to us. But then I'm like, what? If you're saying that to my face, what are you saying behind my back? Like I, yeah. I can't even imagine. I don't even want to know. It doesn't, no. it doesn't matter, but it's just but like people like, have, faith, so. have like opinions and they're just, I don't know. Like there's no kindness in it. It's just like, yeah. you're not pretty enough or whatever enough. And you're like, actually I am like, I'm good. I yeah. don't need you. I've had friends go to set and they're like, Oh, you're not what we wanted. You're too fat. This. And they just make them leave. And they're like, Oh, and it's oh, finally man. being talked about publicly, which is nice. Like it's the standard is being set and people are saying it finally, but it's like, it took a while. It to took so there. long. Okay. Just real quick. Like makeup staples and what you should avoid like makeup I can't live without like a certain brand because I'm very skincare like if I'm gonna pick anything it's skincare okay then pick it 
Okay. My Tatcha exfoliant, rice exfoliant is like, can't live without that. Tatcha water gel. This is all very expensive stuff. So sorry. <laughs> like, if what is like a cheaper thing in the Tatcha lip mask? I love Tatcha a lot. Um, and then, but like makeup wise, the Becca 24 hour foundation is my favorite foundation. I'm trying to think of makeup because I'm just such a skincare junkie because to me, that's what makes makeup. It's like your skin is good. Your makeup will look good. Mm. And then, oh man, the Better Than Sex Mascara by Too Faced is my favorite mascara. Okay. And hmm, I'm trying to think for other people because myself, I'm like, well, the Becca... Um, Chrissy Teigen palette. That's my other essential. Okay. The blush bronzer palette. And it's, I put it on literally anyone who will let me. <laughs> I just like glowy skin and it makes yeah. it so glowy and dewy and fresh. I just remembered this because I saw my water sitting right there. Yes. Can you tell if somebody is dehydrated? You oh can. yeah. I can tell if someone drinks too much. I can tell if someone's dehydrated. You can tell how people eat. You can tell everything because even if someone is super skinny, like if you put on makeup and that it could be dehydration or it could be your skin being dry, but there is like a difference in how the makeup sits, whether you drink too much water, like if you, if you don't drink enough water or not. So yeah, I can, I'll like literally tell people like you should drink more water. And they're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, literally your makeup just like eats away. Wow. Mm -hmm. that's why I'm so like skincare. Cause like if your skin isn't nice and I could do all the makeup in the world and if your skin wants to eat it, it will. And then it's just a constant touch up and con there's just like no way. I think that's just where I'm very logical and realistic, but it's like, if you, if your skin isn't prepped, right. If you don't take care of your skin, unless you're just naturally have great skin, like you could, you you could do all you want and your makeup won't sit the way you want it to. I got to start drinking more water. You do. Or do electrolytes. Have you ever done those? Like you can get like the powder electrolytes. Oh yeah. I've seen them. I've never tried them, but maybe I should do them. Hydrate. I'm very on them because I drink too much water that I just pee like every 20 minutes. So electrolytes like actually hold your hydration. So I don't have to drink as much water. Mm. So then I don't pee as much. I need that. For me, it's the issue of like, I, I just, I don't enjoy water. Yeah. Like I just don't, it doesn't taste like anything yeah. unless I'm like working out, then I want water. But hmm. so maybe I'm, if I get something that like tastes good. The electrolytes have like lemon ones that are pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'm into them, but I also am like, a, I love water. Like I literally, I have like, I always have water with me. My sister's the same way, but she has like fantastic skin. So I'm going to assume that it's probably from the amount of water she drinks. People get annoyed that that's like what celebrities say. Like if like someone's like to Gwyneth Paltrow, like how does your skin look like that? She's like, I just drink water. They're like, that's not real. I'm like, it really is though. Like if you just eat right, celery juice is really good for your skin. I started drinking celery juice and my skin started glowing. And I was like, huh, I thought this was a myth, but like. Really? Yeah. I tried it for like a week and then I love juicing, but mm -hmm. I hate it so much because it takes like an hour to oh, yeah. juice I and then clean it. it. 
yeah, it's too much to clean it. But then I wonder if you buy it, does it have the same nutritional not much, but value. Yeah. It doesn't, but it's also just easier. It's, I just buy the Sudra juice every week and I just go through those because it's way easier. What do you do skincare wise? Just curious. Oh my God. I'm terrible. I shouldn't even say this, but I literally, I didn't even get in a skincare routine probably until quarantine. Oh. I would just never, because I don't wear a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. When I'd go to bed, I'd just be like, well, I don't have that much on and I'm tired. So I'm going to bed. I just would never yeah. wash my face. Um, and then I have a friend who's an esthetician and she's like, you're literally ruining your skin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And so she she literally got me a whole line of everything. She's like, this is the order you do it in. Here's what you do. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, fine. I'll try it. Luckily, like I have pretty good skin. Like yeah. I didn't always, that's for sure. But I feel like now it's I feel like I have pretty good skin. Um, but then I started using it and I was like, oh my God, my skin is like glowy. It's a like clump. Yeah. I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, but basically yeah. I just, I'll like cleanse. I have a Clarisonic, which I'm so sad that they're discontinuing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, which I do like every, maybe like every other day. Mm. And then I have like, um, I have a vitamin C serum. I have a hyaluronic acid. Those are all great. If you're doing it, then you're good. Yeah. The thing that's been the worst for me is with the mask. Oh, yeah. My chin has been like a nightmare. But I started using – Yeah, mask me is so real. Yeah. But I started using a glycolic acid. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's better. I feel like you're on it. You got it. You're on your hair. That's my – favorite thing (laughs) skincare I feel like now that I'm into it I'm like oh this is actually like I need to do this because also preventatively I but I and I also I'm just really lazy and I don't like wearing makeup ironically so to like know (laughs) if I take care of my skin if I don't have to wear makeup I'm like cool yeah I do always do like a tinted moisturizer that has an SPF in it oh yeah oh what to avoid what do you need to avoid was that part of that question that's like, there was another part, wasn't there? What to avoid? Uh, there's so many things to avoid. Um, mm, I'm trying to like, the biggest thing for me is like, but that should be obvious, but maybe it's not like avoid wearing foundation that doesn't match. Mm. <laughs> you have foundation you're like oh like now I'm too dark to wear this but I'm gonna wear it anyways don't do it just don't your skin it doesn't look good also you get the contouring and like sharpening your cheekbones is a real thing but the way people do it where it's just like not blended and they just do it with way too dark of a con like a foundation or concealer or powder just don't do it that's what I would blend just, it. just blend yeah. it, blend it, learn your skin type, learn what looks good. Product doesn't work for you. Don't force it. Like just accept. I think like getting samples and trying products is smart because people will just like buy something and it's expensive because literally a YouTuber told them to use it and it doesn't work for their skin. And then they just keep using it because it was like a $60 thing. And it's like, just accept it's not for you and avoid making it work for you because it won't. It goes back to just really be yourself. Yeah. And then do what's flattering for that. I feel like this helps no one because I'm literally just like, 
do what you want. <laughs> I mean, it helped me because I never, I literally never thought of the fact of like, well, my eye shape is different. So it's going to look different. Like yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people do. And that's what I think that's where I'm like, you don't have to listen to everything people say. Like if someone's like, this is, I, I just like push that so much. Like, yeah, if someone says that's the greatest eyeliner they ever used. But if it's a oil based liner and you have oily eyelids, it's going to move on your eyes. So it's not going to work, but their eyes might be dry and nothing, you know, they can't like, it's just, you just don't, someone's opinion, you have no idea where it comes from. So mm. it, you just can't compare. Yeah. So just do it's trial and error for sure. And eventually something will work. Amazing. Okay. Where can everybody find you? Um, I guess really just Instagram makeup by Jesse X.